free of my service, and now I have you for all eternity. No, you don't. He shot back in his mind, loud enough for it to carry from this realm into the Westland where the grisly spirit was imprisoned. Hopefully, for all time. The grisly spirit had owned Maka'alai Omawaya. Maka'alai Omawaya is dead. Killed by his own brother's trickery, and that, too, had been justified. Now he was reborn as Renwaya, the treacherous wolf, and his soul was in the hands of an immortal from a faraway land, Artemis. She had spun the magic that had brought him back into this realm, and he'd sworn himself to protect this world from her brother's creatures who preyed on the souls of mankind. The symmetry and irony of that wasn't lost on him. But then his people had always believed in cycles and circles. Be kind to all, for you will meet each other again. It was why his clan didn't believe in ever saying goodbye. People were ever the same, but circumstances did change. And Artemis owning his soul after all he'd done seemed right. Not to mention it allowed him to watch over his own brother to make sure that Coyote didn't scar the land even more than Wren had when he'd been its overseer. Even so, he couldn't deny that while the grisly spirit was trapped in the Westland, that bastard still possessed a part of him that was forever corrupted. A part he hoped was sealed as tight as the gate that held the grisly spirit. Yet deep inside, with the powers Ren had cursed since the hour of his birth, he saw what was to come. Those gates would be weakened. And while he was strong, a man, even an undead one, only had so much strength within. Grandfather Time was ever marching forward, and as he spiraled across the lands, he forever changed them. His strong hands molded and shaped this earth. Like Wren, he scarred it. One day, Grandfather Time would come for him and demand an accounting for all he'd done, for all he hadn't done. May the good spirits of the earth help them all when that day came. Change was never without dread and sacrifice, and while he knew his strengths, he also knew his weaknesses. So did the grisly spirit and his handmaiden, Windseer. They had already claimed him once as their own. When next they battled, Ren would fight with everything he had. But he knew it wouldn't be enough. They would have him again, and then... Wren winced at his visions of the future and what awaited this hapless world that had no idea about the things men like him kept at bay. It didn't matter, and it changed nothing. He would fight for good even harder than he'd fought for evil. If he won, all would be well. And if he lost, death wasn't without its benefits. Chapter 1 December 10th, 2012, Las Vegas, Nevada, 3 a.m. The feathers are forming in the heavens, and the cold moon is almost upon us. Soon, for the snake will open his eyes, and with them, the seven gates. Wren tilted his head down, 
as he heard Chuko Lata's deep, proper British accent disturbing the solemn darkness where he sat, listening to the silence around him. Those feathers were the crown on the head of the snake constellation that ruled their ancient calendar. When the feathers were in full plumage and the winter solstice aligned, the gates between this world and others would open, and into this world would spill all the evil that had been driven out by not only his people, but those from the other six continents as well. Eleven days. Twelve twenty-one twelve. 11.11 a.m. At that precise instant, the heart of the universe would cross through the tree of life. The head, heart, and body would be aligned for the first time in centuries. How perfect was that? If anyone had ever doubted the balance and cycles of the universe, that should be proof enough to convince them that while everything might seem random, it wasn't.